probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to the Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, why don't you stay for the Sessions too? My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. He is from Kessel. He likes spice. He's the head of the Blyke Syndicate. <laughs> the Blyke Syndicate. That that can be like that can be like an alternative name to for, for my family. Like the my Blyke family, when, whenever they go anything, that's it. The Blyke Syndicate. How on earth are we, Matt? Are you okay, dude? Not too bad, my man. Um, yeah, looking forward to talking some Star Wars. We've had an awful lot dropping, but I've just had a mince pie. And I am over the moon to say that. It was so good. But uh, enough about my eating habits. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad at all. Likewise, I've got a, um, well, it's not really a mince pie. It's a, it's a bishop's finger, a Kentish Ooh. strong ale. So I'm going to open that mid-show. When, when something spicy happens, I'll open that bad boy. When the show um, drops spice, the beer comes out. That's it. And, and let's be honest, the spice is going to drop real soon, like, you know, because it's classic Star Wars sessions. Um, but no, other than that, mate, I, I'm ready to shoot the galactic breeze. Yes. Well, we're speaking spice. I can tell you something spicy. Go on. We'll give a shout out to our newest Patreon, mate. Ooh, mate, we have another patron, guys. Shout out to Vadim Simmons, who's joined at this is where the fun begins, Tear. Thank you so much for joining the Star Wars Sessions group of flipping legends. Spicy, naughty legends. We still need a proper name for, like, the patrons, don't we? Uh, patrons, come up with an idea. Vadim, <laughs> as your first bit of homework, come up with a, a name for us. But, yeah, thank you so much, mate, for supporting the show like that. We, we got the we squad. Got, we got the squad. Yeah. That's everybody we'll, out there. We'll, we'll, we'll think, guys. We're, so we're calling you squad in a moment, but let us know if like you got an upgrade, a better suggestion. I'm I'm sure there is one. There's got to be a spicier one, surely. I mean, I feel like we're at like the classic tikka masala level, right? I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking we need to like like go up a little bit. Do you know what I mean? We're looking at Vindaloo. Rogan level. Josh, it's all Vindaloo guns right up the top. What about foul? Well, oh, or was that too spicy? No, nah, that's 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 a mental. Especially me, mate. I've got the old Crohn's disease. You're going to destroy me. <laughs> I have but, but it's going to destroy me. <laughs> there we go. Like <laughs> a few minutes in, we're talking about flipping curry. Um, but thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon, Vadim. Yes. It means the world, mate. Um, but I guess we'll, we'll go on to a few more Patreon bits and bobs later. Um, but I guess that's onto the news. Am I right, Matt? It is. We've had just a little bit dropping, mate. Yeah, just a little bit. A lot of bit, a lot of bit. A little bit, a lot of it. Um, new footage, people, from the rise of Skywalker has dropped on the internet. And we have um, two major bits of footage today as of our recording. Um, so the week starting the 25th of November, um, a short scene from the rise of Skywalker dropped on YouTube. And it's basically for, for those of you who don't want to know um, and want to go into the film spoiler free, I would suggest you pretty much fast forward 
like the next skip forward 15, a couple 20 of minutes, minutes. Yeah. yeah like you know, yeah because it's going to get more and more difficult not to see this stuff but oh wow so we see we see the gang we see the mandem they're on persona am i right <laughs> have i got that right they're on persona you spot on mate back with a bang yeah, mate i tell you what persona sounds like a curry doesn't it it sounds it sounds like a tomato sauce actually does like i'll have a chicken yeah. tikka persona yeah well Boom. when you're making a spaghetti bolognese don't forget the persona Hang on, t-shirt design. Star Wars <laughs> sections, chicken tikka, persona, something yeah. from the rise of Skywalker on it. Boom. Let's make yeah, it happen. Me and Luke savouring that spice, yep. Let's make it happen. Um, but we see, the, we see the new jet troopers in action um, yes. on, on these like speeder things that like launch the troopers into the air. <laughs> and we have uh, Poe, Ray, Finn, Chewie, BB-8 and the gang uh, on this like, vessel like going through this desert planet of persona and it, it it looks really sick it looks really good i like the humor in it someone's already mentioned humor <laughs> on you am i right matt yes a few people have mentioned it and i, I said to you before I, I thought of you when i saw these statements but people have been saying how good is it to see humor that is that feels like star wars not like the we got in the last jedi and again hastrix we enjoy the last jedi just not really that many humor Yes, um, yes, that that is like my biggest criticism of the Last Jedi, and and I think everyone on who's listens to the show regularly knows um, that anyway. Oh, by the way, it's our fortieth episode. We forgot to mention that, didn't we? It's forty episodes in. Forty, man, mate, like the forty bad boy episodes. That is mental. Can you believe 40? that? Forty, forty. I can't. Mate. Mate, mate, there we go. We're nearly there to the big half century. Oh, that's crazy, isn't it? That is absolutely crazy. Um, but also, we got some other footage, um, like a, a new TV spot, which showed the Knights of Ren atop a cliff, I think on Persona as well, by the looks so, of things. Yeah. But, but we knew that because of like, the Vanity Fair pictures we got earlier on in the year. And our boys are looking sick, aren't they? Mate, they look like... I saw people online calling them Ren Sync, like a boy band up there. It looked oh. great. Oh, I love I, it. From what I understand, and it's not from any leaks or anything, so I don't read them, but it seems like a lot of this is coming from the first act of the film. So a lot of what we see on Persona, mm. we're going to open the film with because traditionally movies, unless they unless they've got bad marketing, movies always open up or the TV spots will generally have stuff from the first half of the film, never anything really from the end. Again, unless the marketing person wants to lose his job. So it looks like this is going to we're going to start off. With a bang, and hopefully, and this new TV spot, it was on Good Morning America, and JJ Abrams has been doing the interview rounds today, and he's been saying some quite interesting things actually, including the runtime for the Rise of Skywalker. But um, as for this TV spot, quite thirty seconds, it was great. Yeah, you've got the jet mm. troopers, mm-hmm. and you've got three PO, Finn, and Poe. They all just sat there in unison, just say, "Oh, they fly now! They fly now! They fly now!" And I absolutely love that. It's just that great humour that worked for me. And I suppose <laughs> jet, I mean, jet packs have been around for a long time. See the, see the Mandalorians, the, the Fets, uh, and everybody else. But oh. Finn wouldn't have seen a uh, a jet pack, I imagine, in the First Order. He may or may not have. Poe, the way Poe says uh, they fly now, he knows that because he, he saw that in one of his comics, with the Poe Dameron. He knows they can. That's why he's kind of like, they fly now, guys. 
And 3PO, well, he's mm. just, you know, 3PO, isn't he? So I love the how they kind of uh, tied all that in together. And there's Ray as well, um, pulling her angry Ray face. I love angry Ray. I said that before, trying to take these fools down. But I want to, I can't wait to see where this scene's going to go. Uh, obviously, out of context, it's a fun scene. But, yes. again, who knows what's going on? As for the other TV spot, mate, we got to see the Knights of Ren, finally. They literally all moved about, they all moved a tiny little bit. And finally, we can say we've seen the Knights in live action. And we saw the Sith Troopers as well. They look awesome. And this might sound a bit weird, actually. But from the images that we've seen, and the toys, and now actual live action footage, they've nailed like, the red of those guys, the shade really pops from the screen. They're not, like, bright red. They've got almost got, like, a mahogany, maroon-type red. I think they look incredible. Um, and I love hearing Palpatine, too. I'm, I think Palpatine's now the thing I'm looking forward to most. Just just seeing Ian McDermott ham up the screen one last time is... I can't wait mm. for all that. But these two, these two trailers or uh, TV spots or footage, mate, they've got the juices going, and we know we're going to get more coming in the next yeah. what, two, three weeks. Yeah, I, I don't want. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind like one or two more frames of footage, mm-hmm. but I don't want. I, I guess it's a big film, right? So it's pretty much all out there confirmed. This is going to be the longest film, right? The longest Star Wars no, film. It's, um, JJ's come out today and said the film itself is done. It's in the can. It's finished. John Williams finished scoring it last week. His final ever Star Wars film which is an emotional thing but jj's came out today and said that the film was roughly two hours 21 minutes which makes it ah. the third the third longest behind uh jedi last jedi clones and now the rise of skywalker now he did say it roughly two hours 21 and i'm assuming that's without credits so two hours 21 oh, minutes right. is still okay. a lengthy amount of time yeah yeah so it's up there oh okay my my mistake yeah I, I only came out today that uh, right. Okay. Okay. That's cool, though. That's cool. But um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want. I don't want too much to be spoiled or to you know. I'm 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 in a really good place right now, and I think I think Star Wars is in a very good place right now. But I I know you mentioned Papa Pounce, mate, and oh. they are they are keeping a lid, a tight <laughs> lid, on Luke Skywalker and Pops. and on and on Palps, mate. Um. And I I wonder what that means. I wonder if that's like we're not going to get barely any of the, <sighs> the the two, or if there's some surprise they're keeping something from us, or they want us to just simply enjoy it in the cinema for the first time. But I mean, I mean, this kind of like beautifully goes into the magazine covers that have been released recently, right? Because Papa Palps is on one of those bad boys. And that's like, yes. that's like the second official time we've seen him. But I don't even think it's a still from, from the rise of Skywalker. I, I, I reckon it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's from something else. Like the first poster, the cinematic um, poster from <laughs> Celebration, um, that was just a Hot Toys figure, yeah, wasn't it? Was, yeah, an animated Hot Toy figure, yeah. Yeah. But there we go. Yeah, so so the, the magazines, Matthias, what 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 you think about those spicy boys? Oh, oh, I picked up Empire anyway. It looks so, so good. It looks so good. You've got, um, you, there's three... <laughs> Different covers. You've got one of Finn, Rose, Janna, BB-8, Dio, Chewie, and Ray. So the new heroes. You've also got one with Leia, Lando, R2, 3PO, and Poe as well. Plus one with Kylo and the lads of Ren. They look proper, proper menacing. Look, the covers look amazing. They look great. Uh, they are just character shots. Mm. 
They don't give much away, hey? No, they're not going to. We've got the Entertainment Weekly covers as well um, over there in the States. Again, three collector's covers, one with characters from the prequels, one with the original trilogy, and one with the sequels. Mm. And they look great as well. It was great to see Natalie Portman, Hayden Christensen, Imp with Dermo, Dewey McGregor together on the same front cover again. It's obviously stock stock images, but they look great. But yeah, we get to see Papa Palps. And, I mean, Luke Skywalker, I can kind of see why they might keep him under wraps, because in the universe, we assume he died in The Last Jedi, uh, and he's going to come back as a Force ghost, so they probably want to keep that in there. Or he's not going to have a huge uh, role to play other than come coming back and forward if he now to talk to Ray or Kylo. But Palps, I'm so glad that we haven't seen any, apart from like the over his shoulder shot in the last trailer. I'm so glad we've seen nothing of Papa Palps because that's for me now the biggest mystery, the thing I'm looking forward to most. Of course, I'm looking forward to seeing how Kylo and Ray Raylo comes together. The new characters' fates, the old characters, Leia, you know, the fate of the galaxy. But the more I hear Ian McDermott in these trailers, the more I think I cannot wait to see again tearing things up one more time Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. his fleets. How is he coming back? Why is he coming back? Because remember, we still don't actually know what this film is about. These trailers haven't told us. the, The magazines haven't told us. We still haven't got a definitive plot for this film other than... The Resistance are going to take on the First Order in a battle. That's all we know that happens. We've got no comprehension of the plot, which one under a month away now is crazy. I know we like to keep a tight lid on things, but that is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I can see why they wouldn't show Luke Skywalker unless, yeah, unless there's something they're not telling us about Luke. Maybe they just want to keep the, the, the look of the Force Ghost to the film. Palpatine, yeah. I can see why they're not showing him, and I, you know, I've got my fingers crossed now. In the next three weeks, they they keep Palps under wraps, and we don't see him until the film. Because I'm going, I'm going blind online before we're going to record our last show before the Rise of Skywalker, and then I'm coming offline because I do not want to see yeah. any images, any leaks, or anything like that, especially about Palps, because I cannot wait for that mate in the theatre. Yeah, yeah, I totally echo all of that. I'm buzzing for Palps. And talking of the um, Palps Empire issue, right? So you've got um, the lightsaber in the middle and then Palps' face oh, kind of in one, the yes. background with, like, red and blue. Now, the, the thing I notice, right, the thing I notice is you've got Ray holding the lightsaber at the front, the blue lightsaber, Kylo yep. directly, like, underneath it almost or behind it, right? Mm-hmm holding his lightsaber and again it's this it's this duality isn't it i I keep going on about it by the end of 2019 people you will be so bored of me talking about duality unless i'm an absolute muppet and i've just completely misread this i think think, think, mate it, it says a lot doesn't it it says that they're kind of their lightsabers are going in the same direction they're working together for the same for the same, I don't, I don't know, like the same purpose, the mm-hmm. same end. It, 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 it just, it just makes sense. And I thought that was a really cool little detail. Like you said, all the other covers, they, they, they're good. They're nothing we've not seen they're before, not. though. They look sick, but they're nothing we've not seen before, though, right? It's yeah. all stuff we're, we're like well aware of for the, for the most part. But yeah. what are you thinking about that Empire cover with Palps in? You, you, you know thinking I mean? the same? Well, I was so excited about the other, about. Just talking about it, I completely forgot about that one, even though you just mentioned it. No, I loved it. It was, again, it's just seeing Palpatine <laughs> looming over everything. So I agree. 
the marketing the last week, well, since the first trailer, but in the last few weeks, it's really focused on Ray and Kylo, whether they're in the same mm. shot or just them conflicting in, in, in scenes and the trailers are cut so they're almost like looking or talking to each other. The fact that this cover, again, has them at those angles, like they like to say, like they're fighting for, for the same goal, it speaks volumes, I think, and to somehow, obviously, they're going to, their paths are going to cross somehow for better or worse in the film, and that's obviously what the end game's going to be. It's not going to be about Palps yeah. or Luke or Lance, it's going to be those guys. So, yeah, I think the duality is, it is spot on. How that plays out, no idea, but isn't it sweet to see Palps just in the background, just looming over everything? Oh, yes. That is oh, what, yes. again, that's what gets me excited, is because what is he doing? Where's he been? What's he doing? Obviously, he wants the galaxy back, but, you know, how? It's so exciting. How are Ray and Kylo, are they going to come together to combat him? I mean, it's, it's, it opens up so many cans. I'm so excited. But the cover, that's probably the best cover, just because it's similar to that Last Jedi one. It's simple, and it looks kind of vintage, but it's simple, and it's striking. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, mate. You're right. You're completely right. And here's another thought. I, I, you're going to have to excuse me here, but it's one of the... I think it's one of the American magazines. Mm -hmm. It might be like Vanity Fair or something like that. Or I, I actually no, it can't be that. Maybe Entertainment Weekly. They release some some uh, covers similar to Empire. But one one interesting thing is you get like one of the good guys, one of the bad guys, one of like a few in between, like the mm -hmm. older characters and stuff like that. Um, I'm, and I'm just going off a of rough memory here. But the thing that stood out to me and the thing I distinctly remember was Kylo. Right, right. It was helmet off, and with Ray and the good guys. Yes, I saw right? that. What? What's that about? I mean, what surely, is that about? surely the Why? magazines aren't dropping the biggest spoiler of the year, are they? But is it a spoiler, or is, is it? I don't know. Is obvious? it, or is it? Is it kind of because in the Last Jedi? I don't know. I, I just feel like a lot of the Last Jedi is setting this up. Oh but yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought that was really cool. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, or they're just putting the new characters together. Yeah, for sure. But it's, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to go too. I don't want to go too like far into the rabbit hole. Of this is so easy to do, isn't it? And that means, and that definitely means this, and that definitely means that. You know, because we don't know. But um, we'll be here all yeah, night, mate. Yeah, it's all good fun. It's all good fun, isn't it, mate? Oh, that's the best part about being a Star Wars fan is looking at like that blade of grass there. Does that look red? It's a Sith blade of grass. It's just if you yeah. can you could look into everything too much. <laughs> what I did look at, we had an international poster release. I believe it was in Germany, and yeah. it's yeah. one of those character po photos, uh, posters. Sorry, which I'm not always a fan of because they can look a bit messy or a bit too overloaded. This one though, I liked it because we got to see Dominic Monaghan's character, um, who's the Resistance fighting yes. plane. Allegiant General Pride is Richard E. Grant. Hux finally getting to see General Hux. Zori Bliss and guess who? We get to see a Porg. A Porg is on the official poster for the yes, Rise of Skywalker. And I that is what I love the most. But again, it's, you've got Rey in the middle. She's a prominent figure in the middle. And then just beneath her is Kylo. So again, they're, I know it sounds obvious, mm. but they're that close again. It's almost like she's protecting him, if you will. That's me going down a rabbit hole. But I, I, I yeah. like the positioning of those two. But nice poster. Again, it runs the risk of being a bit overcrowded, but it's the last ever... Sky, uh, Skywalker film, just throw everybody in there apart from Palps and Luke. 
Yeah, they're, they're the two. They're the two main characters, mate. Ray and Kylo. You yeah. know, this is their trilogy, and I I cannot wait to see how it unfolds. Like Kylo's my favorite character in the sequel trilogy, and he's he's he, he's becoming. The more I watch the Last Jedi, he really is, and the Force Awakens. He he's becoming my, one of my favorite characters of all of Star Wars, but also right. all of fiction. You know, well, I'm just really interested by him. I, I think he's fantastic. I can't wait to see um, what what they've done with his character in Rise of Skywalker. Less than a month, Matt. Less than a month. I cannot wait. The only, the only thing that makes me sad is that Adam Driver's not coming back for any more Star Wars films. He's even pretty much said, you know, I've had great time working on these three films, and I'm sad to have found, I'm sad to have done my stint. He's taken home all of his props, he said. He's got helmets, costumes and everything. But Adam Driver's not coming back. So whatever happens to Kylo Ren in this film, if he, if he survives, then we're only going to find out his story, I imagine, in books or animated or something else. And we're, not gonna, um, we're only going to hear about the rise of Kylo Ren in this wicked miniseries coming up or in books. So... This is probably the last time we probably, I use that word underlined, probably see Kylo Ren in live action form, which which is a shame. But I, I agree, there's so much layer, so much depth to the character. And I love Ray. I think mm. Ray's a brilliant character. But if you put the two together, Kylo Ren's been developed, you know, ten times more than Ray has. But we've still got another film to develop Ray. We know where Ray came yes. from. We know that we know what she wants and her struggles, but we don't know much about Ray. Whereas Kylo, we know an awful lot, yet still know nothing at all. We, obviously, we know where he's come from, who he's a son of, and blah, yada, yada, yada. But again, he's so complex that you don't know what he's going to do next. So I agree with you about Kylo being yeah. the best in the sequel trilogy so far. Um, and in, in terms of the saga, yeah, he's what... If George Lucas had written Anakin Skywalker better, that's what we should have got in the prequels, dare I say. But uh, I can't wait to see where, where these characters go in this last film. But the fact that there's a pork there... Make, make my day. And we also got that sweet looking Dolby poster of Poe Dameron taking on the entire fleet of Sith mm, Star Destroyers. Love that. Just a lovely little love vintage poster. That. Yeah, it looks sick. Looks really good. Looks really good. And this this film, you know, with these characters, what I want to know is why. I want to know why Ray is is the chosen one, yep. you know, for Ooh. this trilogy. Why Kylo has, has taken this route and why why you know, things back. Why yeah, exactly? Do you know what I mean? And that's that's all it's going to do. That's it's just going to answer some questions, and that's what a final chapter does. Um, I, I can't flip and wait, mate. I can't flip and wait. I'm buzzing for this film. <laughs> uh, not long till we get to see Papa Kylo oh, on that poster, supreme you know, leader on on the actual big screen, mate. What a king! Right. What an absolute lad. Hearing that fanfare blast out of the theater. I on a mate. I can't wait. The fact that we're now three three weeks away. We're about we are about three or four shows away from basically giving our thoughts on the rise of Skywalker, which which makes no sense to me. But but until wow. then, until then, Disney Plus have been busy, haven't they, mate? Giving us some pretty sweet content. Oh, dude, uh, they've they've been they've been all right. They've Bad. been um, basically long story short, they've been absolutely smashing it out the park with the Mandalorian. <laughs> um, I thought the Mandalorian was going to be good. I did not know. I did not even realize it would be this good. Yep. Um, I'm hooked, mate. I am hooked. I am 
in love with Yiddle, as you and the lovely Isaac <laughs> coined last week. Well, in Mate, shout out. You guys did a brilliant extra show last week. Appreciate it. Thank you, it. mate. No, thank um, you. And, yeah, Yiddle, I think I think most of the internet is in love with Baby Yoda, aren't they? I think that's fair to say. I've not seen, generally not seen one person dislike Baby Yoda, genuinely. But it's it's the whole story, mate. Like, I think people are genuinely captivated by what is going to happen. You know, the Mandalorian yes. in this episode has gone back he saved Baby Yoda from the Imperials that he did initially drop off um, and, and finished the bounty. But, he, you know, his conscience, conscience uh, played up mm-hmm. and he went back, saved the dude in the most badass, amazing manner, yes. by the way. Um, Spoilers, by the I way, if you haven't it. seen the Mandalorian episode oh. three. Just, I just realised, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we, are, we are heavy into spoiler territory. Dude, I, I, I'm, I'm lost for words at how good the Mandalorian is. I, I really am. Like, it's just they've not done anything. They've they've not really done much wrong in this series. Like, I cannot believe how good it is. And the Clone Wars and prequel references are so tastefully done. Tastefully done. Really impressed, mate. Really, really impressed. And jetpacks. Boom. Bang. Well, I couldn't wait to hear what you thought about this particular episode as well. Uh, we mentioned it on our review of the first episode. Myself and Isaac slash Blyzak mentioned it last week that we're not just getting a show about a gunslinger. There's more to it now. It's about the Mandalorian. What's what's going to happen with Baby Yoda? What's actually happening? What's, what's going to happen now with the Bounty Hunters Guild? Who is the client, Werner Herzog? Who's he working for? Um, we've got we've still got Cara Dune hashtag where's Cara Dune I think she's coming this week Cara Dune's still to come in so we're going to have that team up as well and there's probably other things I'm forgetting but it's not it's not just um, an episodic jaunt following one guy as he shoots lots of people and then goes on to the next episode does exactly the same but to no end there's a there's a really compelling story here and it's starting to shoot off now into different into different subsidiary stories. I can't wait, mate. It's, and mm. Baby Yoda, who doesn't want a Baby Yoda? I want a Baby Yoda. The some of the, like I said, the prequel references in this episode, The Sin, which was directed by Deborah Chow, and she did a magnificent job. I know the internet's also pretty much come together to agree on that, but I think she was fantastic at um directing this episode. But there was so much good stuff and the music was great. And as you mentioned, that scene where where Mando is just, he enters the facility to get Baby Yoda back. He is just ripping fools down left, right and centre. He's shooting people. He's stabbing people. He's, he's setting people on fire. He's using these like whistling bird things to kill everyone. He's just a man. It's like Batman meets the Predator mixed into one. And again, the music was proper. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 dun. Real kind of like spy oh, type music. music. It's so good. And... Just when when he was in the razor razor crest, and he noticed that the ball was gone from the lever that Baby Yoda was playing with, and he had that kind of like thirty seconds of looking back and forward at it and behind him, even behind a mask, Pedro Pascal just conveys so much emotion that you knew that he was conflicted about whether he should go back or not, and then when he decides, no, I'm going back for that green dude, and everybody better get out of my way. That was so good. And of course, mm-hmm. it set up that that ridiculous end scene as well. Your heart goes out to Baby Yoda 
and the Mandalorian, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Like your 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 heart is like, I love it. I love this duo, and I get it. You understand. You understand it. And do you know what, mate? He's done all of that. The Mandalorian slash Pedro Pascal with a helmet on. Yeah, not a mask, a helmet. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's it's just. That's impressive, mate. Mm-hmm. That is impressive. And the world building, the the references to past, to future. Oh, I, I, I just think it's fascinating. I think it's absolutely fascinating. And I genuinely think there is something in The Mandalorian for everyone. I posted, I think it was on our Instagram stories. Um, I reposted this meme and it's the meme of all like the Knights Templar, <laughs> yeah. like, like with their swords in the middle, right? And you've got like, the, you know, you've got this like dude in the middle and he represents the original trilogy fan sword in the middle, prequel trilogy fan sword in the middle, sequel trilogy fan sword in the middle, Clone Wars Rebels, every, everything, comic fans, EU fans, everything, swords in the middle, in the middle is like Baby Yoda. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I have not met a person who who has seen this show and has disliked it. And I think that, that, that for a Star Wars thing, like, I don't remember the last time people were this hyped for a, a Star Wars thing or in this much agreement for a Star Wars thing, apart from maybe Rogue One. And the crazy thing is, I can't help but feel that this is like more popular. I can't I help but feel right. that. You're right, because Rogue One still has people... I still see people saying that Rogue One was fine or it was a bit boring or, oh, I didn't care for the characters. Mm-hmm. Whereas, of course, I think it's majestic. But I think oh, you're spot on. People have just rallied around the Mandalorian because it delivers yes. what we all want. And not to say that the prequels or the sequels or the animators haven't done that because they all have done. But there's something about the aesthetic and tone of the Mandalorian, which just feels inherently Star Wars. I don't know. It, the, like I said, it's the humor's spot yes. on. The look of it is great. The music, even though it's not John Williams, doesn't need to be. Ludwig Göransson has cr- created this new Star Wars sound, which is amazing. The weaponry, like I say, the lore is great. The state of the galaxy yes. after Return of the Jedi. This feels like yes. this feels like a wherever they are, a world, a galaxy after a war, after a massive war. The conversations between the Mandalorian and Grief Karga, Carl Weathers, who's an absolute boss in this show. I love Carl Weathers anyway, but their conversations add up usually give us a lot of world building. In the first episode, we had the Mon Cala credits. And the fuel conversation this time round, mm, we've got um, mm-hmm. we've got Grief Cargo saying, you know, go until the New Republic, and the Mandalorian's like, that's a joke. Basically, how the New Republic doesn't reach the outskirts there, you know, he says to go to the ocean dunes of Cantar, wherever he says, and he says, look, I'll take you to the Twilight Healing Baths, geezer. So it's just little, it's little <laughs> stuff like that. that. It's little stuff where you're just like, what is that? I probably guess what it is. It's just world building. It's yeah. just something a bit different and. And he also said, get, get a canton of spice and have a good time. And I thought, I know somebody would appreciate that line. Oh, dude, I, went, I, I, I loved that line. You know, like this episode, I think was my favourite episode because it feels like everything's in full swing. Mm-hmm. And like you, you know what you're getting into each week. And just an FYI, I love the weekly format. I, I, I love, yes. hate it. 
Like <laughs> I want to watch all of it, <laughs> yep. but I'm a- I'm actually glad we can just sit there and digest it. You get to you know, talk about it, and get excited I, about it. For sure, they know what they're doing, mate. Yeah, they know they know they know exactly what they're doing. I'd be interested to see if Netflix start to follow suit with some of their properties, like Stranger Things. I I, I, I yeah, it'd be interesting. I, I don't think they will, but maybe for future shows or alternative I shows, they might. They might do because it. I think this is. You look at the buzz online after each episode, Matt. You look at the buzz online. Oh, it's course, mental, yeah. mate. It's mental. Like, and the positivity around this is just crazy. Very cool. Very cool. Really impressed. Well, I mean, if you think about when Netflix came out, what, a decade or so ago, they their job was to try and take viewers away from satellite TV or, or cable over there. And obviously on satellite TV... Sky or whatever you guys have in the States and Australia and all around the world, you have weekly formats. So you have a show drops weekly mm. and then you have to wait for it. Whereas streaming, to get to get the jump, they Netflix basically thought the only way we can get people on board and to, to subscribe and to differentiate ourselves is to drop things, boom, in one go. You know, satellite TV can't do that, but we can. That's our USP. But now, you know, Netflix is in such a power position they probably could go to doing it weekly, whether or not they'd lose subscribers because with Amazon Prime or other people was to keep their dropping theirs in one bulk. I don't know, but Netflix are in a position now where they can pretty much do what they want. Yes, they're probably in some financial difficulty because they uh, they've borrowed a lot, but they're in a position where they could do an awful. They could do what they want, but I think the way I love the weekly the weekly dropping of episodes again. Yeah, you you're kind of wanting the next episode straight away. When I watched this episode three, the sin. I could not wait to see what's coming next, and I was almost bummed out that I had to wait another week. But I'll tell you something, it gets me through the week. I tell you that. And Friday is now Mando yeah. Day, and that's great. And we've got, like I said, the next one is Bryce Dallas Howard episode. As far as I'm aware, we're getting Cara Dune. Hashtag Cara Dune's here, so I'm looking forward to that. But there's just so much that goes on. I mean, the when the Mandalorians were in the in their little uh, hangout area. And they all try, and they and the, and the big one, which we know is now now knows, played by John Favreau, and is Pav Vizsla, who is a descendant of Pre Vizsla from the Clone Wars, and Tar Vizsla, who's like the original Mandalorian Jedi, I think. So mm. that's mental. And obviously, they have their little scuffle, and then we get the we get the now awesome quotes of "This is the way." This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I mean, I'm getting... Uh, there's so much to take from this episode. I'm getting excited thinking about it, mate. What you, before we go on to like, the major uh, end scene, like the battle in the streets, the half an hour... Because Blyzak asked me this last week, but the half an hour run times or the short run times, what do you think about them so far? Three episodes in. Like, I'd be lying to you if I didn't want them to be longer. But put it this way... I, I'm I'm happy that it, it feels to me like the creators Favreau, Filoni, and the directors in this case in this episode it was uh, Deborah Chow who did a brilliant job. Mm-hmm. I feel like may, maybe you know it's all they need, and you know what? Despite the fact that there are times where I'm like oh, I wish that was a bit longer, I haven't I haven't like ended a Mandalorian episode. And gone. Oh, that like that felt a bit rushed, or that felt like it just stopped in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It felt right. So, as much as I'd like it to be longer, I maybe I'm wrong. 
Do you know? Do you know what I mean? No, well, like, no, that's yeah, the perspective yeah. I'm I'm coming from. I'd be lying if I if if um I wouldn't want it to be like best part of an hour. But if it means that there's going to be better storytelling over the course of this season, dude, I'm more than more than happy with that. Um, this I think has been brilliant. It's been really fun, really brilliant, really really. And it's it's also just little details. Like it's lovely to see the original trilogy era aliens. Yeah, you know, like we saw some Rodians in there and stuff. Um, people speaking Hatties in the first two episodes, and it's just really dope. Like it's just so good. It's so good, so good. So good huh? Um, so yeah, no. Long story short, when it comes to the timings of the episodes, I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Do I wish it was longer? Sure, but it's I'm probably wrong. There we go. Yep, I agree. No, it's right. Quality over quantity. I've got all that. I think I think you're right. And in a minute, we're three for three for this episode. And I, you're right because when I saw this was thirty thirty two minutes long, I did think, ah, I want more. But it didn't feel like a thirty. Like it didn't it didn't like uh, storm through it. It was paced so well because it's thirty minutes long, mm-hmm. but they managed to. When I say drag it out, I mean that in a most positive sense. They managed to drag and stretch it out so well. And when we get to the mm-hmm. final scene, I didn't want that to end either. When we've got, um, obviously, Mando's, he's taken back Baby Yoda. You know, we've all, we've, all, we've all got that fist bump moment. He's got Baby Yoda. He's left the facility. The Dadalorian is going to be it's going to be a king now. But then, of course, the all these... The Dadalorian. <laughs> and we've got the Dandalorian. All these tracking fobs go off at once. And I thought that was a brilliant scene in the cantina where the tracking fobs will go off and all these bounty hunters now, now realise that the game's back on again. And about the aliens, it's great because I've seen uh, prequel trilogy aliens, original trilogy aliens, and I've seen aliens from the sequel trilogy as well in there. So they've really mixed up, and I love that how they've done that because again, it ties everything together. And there's little things like that which I've bang- banged the drum for. It doesn't need to do yeah. an awful lot, but just tie things together nicely. It doesn't need to be an awful lot, but stuff like that now makes me think. Oh, when I watch the Last Jedi and we go to Canto Bite, and I see those kind of like big snail-faced or frog-faced aliens. They were in the Mandalorian as well. So they belong to this universe and not just mm. this casino on Canto Bite. But yeah, we get to that final scene. Of course, it's, it's basically, it's the Western. This is nothing but a Western. And we get that Brilliant. wicked space shootout. A proper shootout. In the streets. And that blew my mind before we even got to the end. But I want to hear what you thought about that, mate. I think it was... 10 out of 10 because you know what like i sat there and i thought how's he gonna get out of this yeah like there, there is so much in the mandalorian where i think like he, he the show demonstrates his skill it does that brilliantly but he's not perfect and he can't get out of stuff mm-hmm. like easily you know baby yoda saved his life he was yeah. ready to die ready ready to go down as you guys covered last week and he keeps getting into these sticky situations, but it seems like the universe wants him to be alive. The force. And the force. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, and let's see where that goes. I don't think that's a coincidence, but that's storytelling too, right? That's Hollywood. Of course, yeah. Right? Of course. But it was sick as well, just seeing, like, the jetpacks uh, on, on all the Mandos just, like, <laughs> up in the air. Nowhere. It was so... It was so Filoni-esque, mm-hmm. right, wasn't it? Yeah. It was so Filoni. Like, I know he didn't direct this, but 
I thought it was brilliant to see. It felt like a scene out of the Clone Wars or Rebels, but yeah. in a good way. In a good way. It felt cohesive to to the universe. And I know you've already touched on that. Um, so yeah, I, I think Deborah Chow has done a fantastic job on this episode. Um, and obviously, you know, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, creators of this show, I think a round of applause, you know, for those guys, because they have, they should be very proud of themselves so far. Let's see what the rest of this season um, holds. Here's a question for you, Matt. Here's, here's a final question on this topic, right? Well, mate. As, as of right now, are you more excited about <laughs> the rise of Skywalker or the rest of the oh, Mandalorian? Mate. That is a, that's a toughie, mate. I've been saying for a long time, I've been so hyped for the Mandalorian over the Rise of Skywalker, just because it's new. Ah, and because... For the story threads they're setting up and the possibilities, the Mandalorian wins, I think. Mm. Just for now, though, because, I mean, Baby Yoda, where is he in the Rise of Skywalker? Mm. So, I mean, do we already know his endgame and all that? But just because it's new and it feels edgy and it feels, you know, a bit bit naughty, I like, I love the Mandalorian at the minute. The Rise of Skywalker (laughs) is going to blow my socks off. I know it's going to. I can't wait for that film. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm already there opening morning. But The Mandalorian, mate, is, it's something different and it's fresh. It's new. It's original. That's why it wins it for me. But what about you? Oh, dude. Like, I think The Mandalorian is special. It's fantastic. It's ticked all the boxes. But for me, I'm an episodic guy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Rogue yeah. One on, on paper is... Like, it's fantastic. It's one of the best Star Wars films. And yet, and yet, it isn't in my top, like, four. Do you know what I mean? Like, so for me, it's it's the rise of Skywalker every day. I cannot wait to see the, the, the film on the big screen. But for me, it's so good to see the diversity of this IP really, like, um, showing its strength, you know, and doing it so well executing it drink, so drink. well um yeah there we go mate that's so that's what i'm thinking nope fair enough and for everybody here's what my daughter thought of the show too the mandalorian is awesome i have bacon baby yada baby yada just before we move on then i asked we asked you guys on twitter what chapter of The Mandalorian have you enjoyed the most? We had over 300 votes. Chapter 1, 10% of the votes. Chapter 2, 21%. Chapter 3 was The Runaway with 69% of the votes. So chapter 3 is most people's favourites. But we had an awful lot of people saying, I don't know, mm. all three of them are as good as each other's. Chapter 3 currently is the right. listeners or the people's choice. Wonder if chapter 4 will be any different. <laughs> This is Patrick Schneider, Senior Brand Manager for Hasbro Star Wars Fan Business. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions, possibly Britain's spiciest Star Wars show. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, this guy! And, ladies and gentlemen, what else has come out recently that's naughty, spicy, and filthy? Well, it's none other than Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> I managed to get it. I managed to get it on opening day in Basildon Town Centre. I took the day off. I installed it, played a bit of it, 
And I tell you what, I'm going to say this right now. I thought to myself, you know, oh man, I, I really hope I don't like complete this game just over the weekend. <laughs> you know, I was like, I really hope I, I, I should try and space this out. You know, wow. Was I wrong? Yep. Did I underestimate this game or what? First thoughts. And, and, and no, 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 no. Before that, before that, just to let you guys know, I have not completed the game. I am, I don't even know where I am. I think I'm like halfway through, maybe. Um, Matt, you, what's the update on your side? Have you completed it? I have, completed com- it? I have completed it. So for the benefit of Luke and for those who haven't, because it's only been out for a week, we're not going to be diving into any spoilers and certainly not into any of the major events that happen after where Luke's got up to. I know where he's up to in the game. But yeah, I got it on, oh, I say open it. I, I'm, I downloaded it because I couldn't wait to go out. I just downloaded it. I, was, I stayed up till midnight. Bought, got it immediately, left it overnight to download, and played played on the one I woke up in the morning. So I, cause I didn't want to have to go nice. out. It's cold, and I thought, well, I'll just download. But I do. I am a physical media guy usually. But yeah, I finished it, so uh, I'm going to keep it spoiler free. But mate, you, you were right. This isn't a quick game. This took me a long a long time of <laughs> going back and forward, doing the same mm-hmm. things over and over again. This isn't this isn't a critique. And trying to work out where I've been, where I've got to go, it's not just you have to follow a a path like you know the paths laid out in in the screen in front of you. There's you can explore so much on this game, and you could spend you know a whole shift, four hours, just exploring one planet without actually you know playing the mission. It's so good like that. And you didn't mention falling off edges. <laughs> I there's off so a lot many of that. But let me, let me, I've been telling a few people this who haven't played the game yet, right? You think in, in Force Unleashed, in Battlefront, you can just go in with a lightsaber, just take down a squad of stormtroopers with relative ease. Mm-hmm. This game ain't that. No, it's not a bottom you know, you, you You have to sit and think about how you're going to defeat your enemies, mm-hmm. how you're going to overcome obstacles, how you're going to sort that puzzle out, yep. how you're going to do X, Y, Z, Right. What difficulty are you playing it on, Matty boy? Uh, what's the sec? What's the normal one? Is that Jedi? Uh, Jedi Knight, maybe. Is that second second from lowest? That's the one I'm on. Yeah, not the easiest one, but I'm not playing Grandmaster because I'm not foolish, dude. <laughs> I am in the same boat. Like, and I'll I'll level with you. Here's a little secret between us, okay? Between cool. us guys, yeah. So now listen. There's been a few. There's there's been a few. Yeah, there's been a few boss fights. I've just gone. Do you know what? Can't be. I can't be dealing with difficulty this. Difficulty down. Lower the lower, lower the <laughs> yeah, difficulty yeah. for for this fight, and then put it back up afterwards. Right? You can change difficulty throughout the game. Yep. They have done that on purpose, people. They have done that on purpose because this game ain't. It, it isn't straightforward button mashing. It's not. It is not that. It's so. This game has so much finesse. It it is gorgeous. Um, to play now my biggest critique of it so far Matt is sometimes the graphics look ropey as heck like the I don't know what it is like it just sometimes in places look a bit looks a bit unfinished mm-hmm. and yeah in other places it looks like gorgeous but you maybe we've just been spoiled with that frostbite engine on on battlefront 2 
but yeah, there there are there are some moments where I'm like, oh, that don't look good. That doesn't look good. It looks like an old older game. Um, but that is that is literally my only critique because dare I say this might even be the one of the best, if not the best, Star Wars game I have ever played. And I'm I'm shocked at that statement. I wasn't expecting that. You know, again, once again, Star Wars knocking it out of the park. I can't believe it, mate. It's brilliant. Yeah, and you I know you're a big Star Wars gamer. Even you're bigger than I am in terms of the games. Um yeah, I, the graphics because we play on PS4 and that's probably got the worst um lag and glitches that's begun. Then they released a patch recently to kind of eradicate that. But yeah, some of the actual graphics in game, some of them look, you know, damn well cinematic. I posted a uh, a shot on our socials, Instagram, Twitter, of Cal looking out over the this vista of mountains and that, and with the with the quote, you know, contemplating how many ways I can fall off this ledge because I did that an awful lot. But it looked just sometimes, <laughs> when I just you know press screenshot because it looked. I've got so many screenshots; it looked great. But then there are other moments here, um, like in on the first scene in on Braca where we meet the Inquisitors, um, knight, the Ninth Sister. I, I don't think I don't think she looks great in this close up. I don't think she looks good at all. The Ninth is the big one. I don't think she looks very good. Yeah, yeah, close yeah. up. Um, but I think for the most part, and some of the other characters like like Siri at times doesn't look great either. The uh, animation on her face isn't brilliant. Grease, however, the pilot, I think he looks brilliant. And some of the, the and the other people in it, which I'm not going to go into, they some of the people are great. But the actual visuals, I mean, I found myself just stopping and just looking at some points. It's like turning around and just looking around, like I do on Battlefront Two, which, which is why I get shot quite a lot because I'm just looking around thinking wow yeah, do, you know, do you know what i think it's more the cutscenes for me i think it's not always the gameplay mm-hmm. it's the cutscenes. because like you say like like you might be playing and i i do this too especially because it's story mode right and i'll just stop and look yep. around and <laughs> yeah. place my character on a certain part of the screen yep. and then move it around make it look real good you know for sure that looks great it's just sometimes some of the cut scenes they just look really ropey maybe maybe yeah it, it, yeah I'll, I'll be i'll be interested to hear what other people mm-hmm. think about the, the the actual graphics um but when it comes to the gameplay the unlocking of abilities you know it makes so much sense because cow the main character is a Padawan. Yeah. You know, he's a survived he he survived sixty six and he's hiding. a Padawan. Yeah. Been hiding for five you know, years. He ain't, exactly. He's not a master. You know, he, he isn't gonna be this like crazy force like unleashed dude. He is very conservative in, in his power and, and, and limits. Um and I think that's a good thing. This game makes you think. I like the way I love the way the game gives you a choice of where you want to go at whatever time. Yep. You know, when it comes to the planets, I think that's genius. I love that it gives you reasons have to go back to planets to explore new bits now that you might have learned more um, abilities. I think it's brilliantly made, brilliantly written. I, I, dude, I cannot recommend this enough. I know people who aren't even like big Star Wars fans who are loving and absolutely rating this game. Matt, what a special time to be a Star Wars fan. This is one, this is almost like the cherry on top of the cake. It's brilliant. The lore in this game, you know I'm a lore fiend. The lore is outstanding. 
just from like the, the the way you can explore planets and every time you come across something or or battle one of the the animals or the beasties you get to check the data bank and it gives you a little description of it of that like the seeds you have to collect for grease even like the the plants some of the other things we see as well the lore is outstanding even just like the conversations you have with characters the thing the little tidbits that are dropped in honestly for world building fallen order does a surprisingly brilliant job of building this world post order 66 because it's set five years after revenge of the sith and it fills in so much and every planet has unique has a unique structure the flora and the fauna is unique to it there are some absolutely wonderful beasties and bosses to fight i know where luke's up to now and i'm telling you bro there you are you are in for an absolute treat going forward i mean if you enjoyed the first part half of the game just wait until you get further mm. into it and I, mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. there are some parts where my jaw was on the floor that's not even that's not even getting to the that's, wow. that's, 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 that's like three quarters of the way through like just it could be like i don't know it could just be anything it could be like the cutscenes. it could be what you have to do it could even be like music it's just there are parts and i'm just like yes this the music's really good too. and it gets better mate and i generally mean it like the this at times this may be heresy but at times actually the story like the gameplay and the cutscenes and where we where we're going, it felt more thunderous and, and vital than some of the films and the animated series have felt recently. This felt dangerous at times. It felt mm. it feels amazing. Honestly, there are so I cannot wait for you to finish this game, mate. And as soon as you have done, if if we're not on the show, I need you to send me a message to say right, I finished it. Uh, I, wow, basically, because I think it's going to mm. blow your socks off this <laughs> last half. But yeah, I think the gameplay is great. Like you say, you can't just go up to stormtroopers and you know gen stormtroopers maybe but the kind of specialist troopers you have to be intelligent you can't just go up to them and press x a few times and uh, and take them down you have to block you have to parry you have to move out of the way you can't it, it, that's what i loved about it i got killed so many times by just like bog standard stormtroopers because i got myself penned in and i couldn't escape because i was an idiot thought i could just rush in um, and i'd end up getting killed quite quickly which then meant I'd have to then go back about 10 minutes in the game, find, replay the part I've just done, and that got a bit tedious, but that was my fault for mm-hmm. not playing the mm-hmm. game properly. I also, do you know something else I also liked? Was the, the design of the Mantis, the Stinger Mantis, the ship. I loved mm. that. I think that ship was beautiful. I really, really loved yes. that design. And I like ships. I'm a, I do like the ships of the Star Wars universe, but that stood out to me the most. For what for what you've played up to, what else has kind of stood out for where you are at the minute? Um, it's the, I think it's the overall challenge. Mm-hmm. This game demands your thinking. It demands your attention in a lot of different ways. Whether that's visually, conceptually, like you said, with the ship, it looks really really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story and whatnot. Oh, um, I, I can't lie. Like, I think one of my favorite moments, okay, is when you, you're defeating an enemy just right and it kind of smoothly goes into a cutscene where Cal, like, takes the person, the opponent out in a certain way, like, knocks them over or something mm-hmm. like that. And it, it just feels so organic and nice. Honestly, mate, I, I I just don't think there's a lot with this game, minus what I've already mm. mentioned with a few visual problems. 
there's not much wrong with this game. I think it's crazy good. And I think anyone can enjoy it. Anyone can enjoy it who's a gamer or even not a gamer. I'm I'm very, very impressed. And I think future Star Wars games, you know, have a lot to live up to. <sighs> Mate, I don't know where they go from here, whether they what they can do, if they're gonna give us just gonna keep pumping out more battlefronts, or we're gonna get another single story a single player game like this but uh yeah the from again i can't really think of any major quibbles other than yeah like you say the the graphics or like the some of the bugs that were in the game were a pain but is that the game's fault or is that the developer's fault it's not the game's fault in terms of the game i mean it's not much again find finding your way back to the mantis maybe but i don't i that was about it oh yeah yeah, generally there's not much else all my favorite parts of the game you're yet to get to, and I generally, I keep saying, I generally cannot wait for you to experience the story going forward because there are some parts where I was like, no, 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 no. And again, this is even this isn't even out towards the end. This is even the end game. This is as we're getting there, like you know, not far after what you where you are in the game. It's just like I can't. They're actually going there, and it's amazing. And you've it, some parts are just oh mate, you, you, I cannot wait for you to play to play those parts. But <laughs> it's so hard not to Do say you know anything. What? But you've mentioned. You've mentioned going back to like the Mantis and stuff. I, there was, what planet was I on? I was trying to figure out how to get back. Zepho or, um, what's the other nah, Bagano? Uh, was it Zepho? Maybe it was, is Zepho the windy one? Uh, I think, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Zepho. But anyway, um, I was on one of these planets and I was like trying to go back to, uh, the Mantis and, I, I was I I actually went in circles. I, I went in a circle twice. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I I explored things on the way and found new things on the way, but I went in a circle twice. I was like, "You're kidding me! I'm back here again." <laughs> but part of me thought to myself, you know, I and and my missus been watching me playing it a little bit. She's a lucky lady. I t- yeah, I know, right? And uh, I I did think to myself, you know, like it, at the end of a mission, it could just cut to a scene and you know you're back on the yeah. ship talking to someone do you know what I mean? but the game doesn't do that the game lets you choose how this how long this story is effectively going to be slash how good you are at tracing your your footsteps back or going a different route back trying to figure out a quicker route back to the ship it's real do you know it, yeah. it, that's just how it works and I really like that. I think that's, again, it's a strength. It's a strength to the game. Once we've, um, I've completed this, once I've caught up with you, Master Hud, um, Can't wait we'll that, have man. a proper chit-chat and sit down about the, the strengths and the weaknesses of this game. Um, but so far, I'm absolutely loving it. Yep, it's the best Star Wars game I've ever, ever played. But uh, before we move on to go and grab a little cheeky drink, BD1. We haven't mentioned mate, BD1. Mate, BD1 can come away from a galaxy far, far away and come move in my house. <laughs> See it on your I love it. With 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 Baby Yoda and BB8, like they can all just come live with me. It's good. <laughs> I'll 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 find room. They can come talk on the podcast. No, I love BD1. I love BD1. It's great. Great companion. Great character. Um, and again, it's just another reason to like the game. It's good. The humor's good. The story's good. What's not to love? Nope, you're spot on. Cameron Monaghan as Cal was fantastic as well. And again, 
before we move on, I cannot wait for you to get past where you are now and experience what I did. It is immense. So, um, she to go and temper our temper our um, fun. Should we go and have a little drinky drinky poos? Let's do it. What a king! You can order today, mate, because I haven't thought of a beer pun. Oh <laughs> no, me neither. Um, I'll have a. Ooh. I'm. I'm. I mean, I've got a bishop's finger here. I'll have a Bagano finger. Oh yes, okay. I mean, that's really bad. Uh, isn't it? The black really, bishop finger. Yeah, we'll go with that. BD one. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Evader immortality beer yeah, pun. Yes. Wink, wink. I mean, Deep we're, uh, we're not desperate <laughs> or last minute. Wink, wink. No, we, we do our research here, mate. So, leading on from our little full and order discussion, what a game. Can't wait for you to get to the end of it, mate. Um, we asked you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy, uh, what did you think of Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah, well, firstly... This is what regular listener, legend, naughty legend, and amazing patron Luke Summerfield, a.k.a. the King of Wales, thinks. Right, boys. I find this game exhaustingly addictive. It's been quite difficult to master, and sometimes I just find myself constantly falling into the abyss. Uh, it's, it's awesome to see that Carl is using Kylo Ren and Ray's Force abilities. Like Kylo's freeze and raise force memory sense. But I suppose the best thing about this for me is that my sons gather round and get involved in, and totally engrossed in this game with me. I'm even using the lightsaber designed by my eldest son. Take it easy, guys. Catch me on Twitter at Snick87. Thanks. <laughs> What an absolute king. We love hearing from that guy. And it is true. We all do love a cheeky cloning session. session. If you don't know about it, you do, you know now. Um, <laughs> listen, no, the, the game, I, I think he's just hit the nail on the head, man. Like The game is addictive in kind of an exhausting manner, but it's rewarding. It rewards you. And I love that. I, I love that it's not easy. I love that ju- you can't just pick it up and smash it out in a couple hours. It's fantastic. Uh, and I love the little anecdote about the sons choosing the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I think that's sick. That's lovely. It's great. And yeah, we love hearing from Luke. Thank you so much, mate. And the Force abilities. Yeah, there's a lot to take from the Force abilities that are used in this game. And I, like, I'm with Luke Blywalker. Uh, on the fact that I'm so glad this isn't just a smash and grab, you know, three hour like like the Battlefront Two campaign. I really enjoyed that actually, but it's what four hours long, if that. Very short. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that this one is like a proper pull your hair out, take all, take a take a week to do. And um, yeah, I couldn't let my daughter design a lightsaber because my controller would be smashed if I did. But she has enjoyed <laughs> watching me play the game and keep shouting out lightsaber, daddy, and get and get stormy. So um, yeah, it's a it's, it's become a family thing as well. So uh, yeah, thank you so much for that, Lukey boy. And uh, we also had Daniel Thorpe, Sea Monkeys Evil Army. What a name! Star Wars Toy Pod, Mike, also known as Test Two Twenty Seven, Obi Don Kenobi, and Johnny Orm all said that they were loving it. Or it's fantastic, or it was amazing. So yeah, they're with us, eh? Oh, oh, the spice, the spice is unreal. Um, up next, we've got Red Five Mum, who said it's Indiana Jones Star Wars mashup, and I'm loving all the lore. Yes, Queen. 
Alex Mosdinsky said, I think that spoilers ruined the story for me. I'm a level with you right now. I've had a few things spoiled just from like no. flicking through. Yeah, I just uh, from YouTube. flicking through YouTube. Yeah. Yes. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But, you know. You haven't experienced yeah, it. it, you know, it, it, it yeah, it is what it is. And some of it I kind of like, I kind of presumed would happen. Other bits weren't. That's not the case. But I, I'm still excited to see what happens. And, and I promise that I'm. I'm Still having a whale of a time. Um, up next, Sean Hudson, familiar guy, said, oh. well, fat shaming, wink, wink, uh, squeezing through all those gaps. Other than that, it's freaking awesome. I want a DB1. Yes, yes, and yes, we all want a DB1. Thank you so much, Sean, and everyone else for sending in those naughty, spicy comments. podcast you've ever heard Star Wars sessions on the mic is quite absurd got a patreon now with lots of tears from two dollars a month is all it is best podcast hello there best podcast best podcast roger roger best podcast that's right people from as little as two dollars a month for less then a cup of coffee at a coffee shop. You can listen to amazing content, extra shows from both Matt and I, and a cheeky podcast. Honestly, this is the deal of the century. Nice, spicy, tidy. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. It's the best podcast you've ever heard. Star Wars Sessions on the mic is quite absurd. Got a Patreon now with lots of tears. From $2 a month is all it is. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. Mm. Mm. I, I had to take a sip. It was so good. Just to cool <laughs> me down from all the heat dropping off those, the speakers. Again, Mental. is on fire. Um, Patreon, here we is. The Dandelorians brought us in. As the Dandelorian said, two bucks a month can join up the patreon we're going to give the details very shortly but one of the great perks of being a patreon certainly from the this is where the fun begins here is you get a guaranteed question on the show we we run through two or three each week uh, and this week is no different so master blywalker what's the first question we have for this week well we got a question from our loyal patron george constantino he's he asks as kenobi is in production and the mando is edging so close if you had to pick one Jedi and one Sith from any era and or from any canon material as a lead in their own show, who would you pick and why? How would part of the story go? Um, so for me, I mean, I've, this is cheating, really. I've already mentioned it. Kylo Ren, hands yeah. down. I'd love to see Kylo. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. But Kylo at the moment is my favorite character. However, that might change by the end of The Rise of Skywalker. Maybe a lot of things 
might be answered, explained. Um, but I think he's fascinating. Maybe him as a young'un training with Luke at the new Jedi Temple, that might be sweet. Mm-hmm. And you could maybe incorporate Luke into that, maybe with his Jedi Academy. Yep. Um, so that would be really, really, really super cool. The Mandalorian, as as he's already said, is absolutely killing it at the moment. And I love those kind of like Western characters. So this next one is going to be a little bit... I, I think it's going to be a little bit su- uh, of a surprise for a few people. But for me, someone who reminds me of the Western character, the Cowboys and, and whatnot, is Poe Dameron, right? Yeah. And I would love to see a Poe Dameron series, you know, of the Resistance time, you know, leading up to The Force Awakens or maybe after, maybe after The Rise of Skywalker. I think Poe would be really interesting. But... I will say this. I love, and I think the Mandalorian has demonstrated this beautifully. I love a new story about a new character. Mm-hmm. And I think you can somewhat do more with a new character. You you're, you you have more opportunity to to just be, I don't know, you, you original concepts, original mm-hmm. ideas. So, yeah, there are my answers. What about you, mate? Um, for the Jedi, great answer, by the way, mate. For the Jedi... I'm not gonna. I'm gonna change my answer on the spot because mine related to Fallen Order, and Jedi isn't a spoiler mm. by the way. So, but I'm not gonna mm. say it because I'm gonna wait until you finished. So right. I'm gonna very quickly on the spot say I'd like to see uh, Mace Windu. I'd love to see more of Mace during the prequel era because Mace Windu was one of the architects of the Jedi's failure, if you ask me. He was straddling the dark and the light. For me, he pushed Anakin to the dark side. It was pretty much Mace Windu. Take a seat young Skywalker. He did, I'd love to see more of, of Mace Windu in action. I know we've got the Clone Wars kind of filled that in, but just a little bit of Mace. And we also, I know, we know Disney Plus have got another series in production. If at a minute, they're not saying what it is. It isn't a Mace Windu one. I actually genuinely think it is a Poe Dameron series of some sort because of, of the yeah. sequel era trilogy characters. Boyega and, and Oscar Isaac are the two which I can imagine coming back. I can't see Daisy Ridley coming back for a long time. Adam Driver's not coming back, certainly not for a TV show. So I think it could, we could be seeing a Finn or a Poe-centric series, and I'd be up for that. And I'm going to be real cliche for the bad guy. Give me some palps, man. Give me Papa Palps. I've heard you hear people saying the Plagueis novel, just make that canon again. And I say yes, but change a few mm. bits, but maybe mm. make it a longer format. Palpatine really pre cool. the Phantom Menace, how he became to be. Not like a from birth to you know, two seconds before The Phantom Menace. But, you know, his political career. I'd love to see a political Star Wars show with Palpatine. But the only problem with that is, and I know this is a nitpick, and I know it's not I know it's not a big deal, but I only want Ian McDermott playing the character because anybody can play any character. But for me, Palpatine, Ian McDermott is Palpatine. The two are intrinsically linked. So seeing somebody else play Palpatine, would they have that kind of, like, delicious menace to them, that kind of like saucy naughtiness to them. I'm not sure they would do. That's the only thing. But from a story point of view, give me some palps and on the spot, give me some mace window. How about that? Dude, those answers absolutely destroy my answers. No, they don't. No, no. Poe Dameron, I'd like to see Poe though. Dude, no, no, no. Palpatine and Plagueis. That would be incredible. Let's be honest. That's the best answer. That's incredible. I want to see that show like, well, right now. Disney That'd Plus, if you're listening, Palps and Plagueis. We've just <laughs> we've just heard from the man from the valleys, and he also sent us in a Patreon question a little while ago. It said, 
It's Luke Summerfield. If lightsabers were real, what would you use them for in everyday life? Also, what's the future plans for Star Wars sessions in 2020? Every day I've become a lumberjack to slice down trees with them, I think. It's probably the easiest answer. <laughs> Otherwise, um, scaring the kids if they if they step out of line. But uh, seriously, I probably use it to cut the Sunday roast. If we've all had, a, if we've all maybe overcooked a bit of chicken every now and then, <laughs> having to cut through it with a standard serrated knife, it's not going to work, is it? Or an electric one if you so if you're so inclined. A lightsaber. To be fair, it also cook the chicken for you as well. So I'd probably use it to cut mm. my meat with, or or a bit of DIY man in the house. But what about you, mate? Right. Okay. Easy one. Um, open beer bottles, boom, <laughs> done. Wine bottles, done. Yeah, like you said, maybe kebab, go to kebab house. Oh, mate. You know, <sighs> go to Donna. Yeah, Donna kebab. Medium or large? Slicey, slicey. <sighs> eaty, eaty. Yeah, they were, cut, yeah, they were cooking large. for you. Oh, yeah, I haven't had kebab in ages. I had one a couple of weeks ages. ago, mate. Ages. Oh, oh. Do you know when you just I'm get like, the craving for a kebab? Literally a craving. Yeah, I've I've had a chicken shish um, last time I went Ooh. to a kebab house. I've Ooh. not had, I've avoided the lamb, like the filthy lamb donna that's just a chunk well of meat yeah. that rotates. But I might yeah. I might have a little sliver, maybe a little sliver of that with a chicken shish. Oh Ooh. mate, that is tasty. Um, so Dinner there we sessions. go, mate. That's what I, that's what I'd use my lightsaber for. No. Boom. Good answer, um, mate. Beer bottle, God, yes. Mate. Yeah, yeah, king. And plans for Star Wars Sessions 2020. Um, other than the uh, American presidential race. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Bly uh, Hudson thinking, for president. Listen, I'm just going to chuck some ideas out there. I'm thinking live show. Yes. I'm thinking, I'm thinking more comic cons yep. and events, that sort of thing. And I'm thinking that we're seriously going to start pushing our YouTube channel. Watch this space. I'm not. I'm not going to elaborate too much more on that. But as we get bigger organically, thanks to you guys. Thank you. Um, but also, like as our creativity changes and grows, I'm. Yeah, I'm thinking YouTube might be a bit more. Uh, not a bit more. A, a, a great place to watch Star Wars <laughs> sessions grow um, into into some different areas. So that's what I'm thinking, mate. And also, finally, merch. We're gonna we're gonna sort out merch as soon as we can we have had a crazy amount of people asking us where they can get some merch from so <laughs> yeah. don't worry eh? it's 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 on its way real soon guys we're gonna sort something out yep what he said basically we'll still be doing the, the shows of course with the pod the pod show will always be the number one outlet but hey why not why not expand slightly more but I, i'd love to do a meetup i'd love to meet some of you guys have a couple of cheeky beers with you guys i want to do a, i want to do a road trip i want to go to with blilo to one of the fil- filming locations we know that also we know that kenobi's filming in dagenham which is about 25 minutes away i want to go there and i want to be put in a stormtrooper suit um, as an extra but yeah we've got some cool stuff going and yes the mugs will be on sale as well for everybody asking and yes believe it or not we do get an awful lot of people asking where they can get the quote-unquote spicy looking mugs from we haven't even got one yet, but they will be out there. So, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun in 2020. But before that, we've got a little thing called The Rise of Skywalker to come. And last in the last episode, Master Blywalker dropped a wicked game, which ended up being a giveaway. And you've got some deets on that, haven't you, mate? Yes, that's that's right. <laughs> we have some news on the giveaway. We, we are actually extending it. For those of you who, um, who, who don't know, listen to our last show. 
in in our last show, instead of the usual game, we actually did a giveaway uh, to celebrate the release of The Mandalorian. So we're going to be giving away a Mandalorian pop vinyl and also a Star Wars Sessions mug. Um, We are actually extending it for another few days. So you have up until Monday, which is um, Monday, December the... Hang on. Is it December? Hang on. I'm opening up my calendar. Second. Second of December. December. You you have (laughs) um, up until the second of December to post on social media where you listen to Star Wars sessions. Take a selfie. Take a picture. Make it as quirky and as cool as possible. Tag us in it. Do at Star Wars sessions on Instagram. At Star Wars session on Twitter tell us where you listen to the show and um the winner our favorite one is gonna get a prize it's easy as that so um yeah you have until monday guys can't wait to see what you've got yep send them on in we'll announce it on next week's show so yeah let's go back and listen to episode 39 the mandalorian rocks up and all the details are on there but we've enjoyed the ones you've sent in so far also for those listening you've still got time You've still got a week or so to send in any 10-second audio clips for a little thing we're putting together ahead of the Rise of Skywalker. We want to hear you describing your excitement or your emotions ahead of the film for a little project where Big Shot Gangsters were putting together a crew. Send them into our email address, which we'll give at the end of the show, uh, and we'll make sure they are included. 10 seconds, if you could do would be marvellous and yet we've got and we say it every week but we've got videos dropping on our youtube very soon our producer videographer graphics king blyzak is hard at work putting those together so the youtube channel is going to have a lot more stuff on there in the next few weeks uh, mainly our faces so lucky you guys i say so now we'll leave the band Cena. see you next week lads uh, we'll have a little poem should you hear from curtis smith oh let's do it Enigma. When considering the question of Kira, it just seems that something is queer. Uh, is she saving Han or advancing her plan? That we'll never know is my fear. Find me on Twitter at Star Wars Poet, on Instagram and Facebook at Star Wars Poetry. Always Star Wars, always poetry, always original work, posting daily. <laughs> That was a brand new poem from Curtis. Curtis has supplied us with some brand new poems coming uh, ahead of the Rise of Skywalker. They're all themed. This one was about Kira. And we all know that Curtis is the only man who can find the end of a circle. Thank you, mate. Mate, mate, always Curtis. Always a naughty, spicy, filthy legend. Love him. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, a.k.a. Ezra Bridger. And you're listening to Star Wars Sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. And we're back now with our, should we say our favourite? One of our favourite parts of the show. It is the Star Wars Sessions game. Last time around, Luke dropped a bombshell and dropped a giveaway. I'm not quite so fun, unfortunately. It's going to be a game. (laughs) Lukey Boy's going to be on the spot. I'm looking forward to this one. I hope he is too, because he's got no idea what it is. Do you want to know what it is? Mm, yeah go on mate let me know let me have it the master blywalker impressions game (laughs) (laughs) okay i have a list of a few star wars characters some you've already done before and i'd like you to do your best impression of them you can say whatever you want okay your best impression yeah so the first few start easy and then we get to some fun ones (laughs) i love it okay yeah okay first up 
Let's hear your best Watto. Watto? Yep. <clears throat> Nubian. Uh, Nubian. Annie? <laughs> Lil... Little annoying Annie? <laughs> Watto. Back. Watto, good job that this was. This is fun. Next oh, one. Mate. Oh, good pun. Uh, Fantastic. Good pun. George, yeah, George Lucas. Oh, yeah. Well, um, George, George uh, he kind of talks like this. Um, and uh, when when he wants to go to a uh, diner, he's going to order like five, five pancakes all on top of each other. He wants those little sausages on the side. Uh, he wants some fried chicken, and he's going to have syrup all on top. Do you know why? Because he's George Lucas, okay? And he's really good friends with uh, Steven Spielberg. So, uh, yeah, it's all about uh, it's all about Jar Jar. <laughs> you had fun with that one, didn't you? What <laughs> <laughs> a king. Yeah. Uh, who's next? Pancakes, mate. Uh, I fancy some pancakes. It's something I crave for. Next up, Emperor Sheev Palpatine. Oh, <clears throat> execute. Oh, hang on, hang on. <clears throat> oh, this is this is a harder one. I can, I feel like I can do it sometimes on 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 the spot. Hang on, let me think of some dialogue. Or on the bog, in um, your case, sometimes. Your your yeah. What does he say? He goes, um, your faith in your friends is yours. Your faith in your friends is yours. Something like <laughs> that. It. He goes, uh, roll it again. <laughs> your uh, journey. What's something he's yeah that's it your journey i feel like after maybe like a night of karaoke (laughs) the impression would be better you know let's get let's get him on the booze and karaoke yeah yeah it's a a week entry right week week entry no worries week entry right finn we can go back to jaku jaku (laughs) that's how he says jaku jaku Jaku? (laughs) Yeah, his American accent is incredible. He's, he sounds better like, than American like, almost. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, that's all. Again, yeah, I'll go with that one. I'll lock that one in. Lock it in. Right, this one should, should be fine for Han Solo. Never told me the odds, kid. Never told me the odds. Yes, I do. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll have that one. Cool. Okay, I'm enjoying I'll this. Next up, we've got, yeah. uh, you've got a few more. Kylo Ren. <laughs> helmet or non-helmet, it's up to you. Right, so he's got his helmet off. No, he's got his helmet on. He turns around, but his 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 torso's out. His his he's got his pecs out, and he's looking at you, he's Matt. Sick. He's like, you, you, you. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. He looks at you. He goes, Matt, you you're nothing. <laughs> you're nothing. <laughs> but you mean something to me. And my heart melts. And he looks at you. He 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 looks at you right in the eyes. And um, then he ignites his lightsaber, kills you. Nice. He's trapped you. Drink over your head. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, do you want to drink over your head? <laughs> Bang. Yeah, do you want to drink over your head? <laughs> um, next up, uh, if, if Ben Swallow said that to me, done. Uh, next up, Ray. Oh, Shake it up a bit, Ray. Ray's like really. She's quite well spoken, isn't she, yes. Ray? Oh, that's hard. Uh, what what's something she says? Oh, the garbage will do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the garbage will do. <laughs> uh, what does he say? I'm gonna lock that one in. That'll do. That'll do, do, pig. That'll do. Yoda. Yeah, the garbage will do. Oh. <clears throat> yes. Time for you to look past a pile of old books. Yeah, mate. 
I'll take that one. I'll take that one to the <laughs> bank. Great... I'm going to go work at Lucasfilm. <laughs> yeah, you've got two more, mate. Next one, Mace Windu. <laughs> oh, oh, mate, hang on. You know uh, yeah. this one. You know <laughs> exactly it. what I'm going to say. A Sith Loud. <laughs> A Sith Loud. <laughs> A Sith Loud. Anyone who met us at Comic Con knows about that, right? A Sith Loud. Anyone who was in the Excel like would have heard that. Everyone. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, well, they finally. Finally, Luke Skywalker. Oh, good old Luke. Oh, I was going to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> Love it, mate. You gotta love Luke. And then old maybe an older Luke. Luke. Um what does what does older Luke old say? Luke says What's something funny? He says, Go away. That's it. Go away. He's go go away. Pretty much what you like, isn't it, yeah. for the first part of that film? Love it, mate. Love it. I actually watched the Director and Jedi again so recently. Good. I thought it was the Bob. That's great, isn't it? That's a great, great doc. No, mate, dude. Great the impressions game. game. Loved it. Done. Well done, mate. I, I think you I passed. I apologise for my poor impressions. I think they were good. What do you guys think of them? Oh. They liked it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all... Yeah. <laughs> I might... Yeah, yeah. Thank you, people. Thank you, pretend there's people. There's only one person mm, who we can love do that you. game, and it ain't me. It's you. Nah, mate. There's people that do it better. One of which... Who, who, who's, who's a better impressionist? Isaac's a pretty good impression. Isaac's very good, yes. Especially Should, with the well-spoken do you, people. Do you know what? The, the joke is to get someone who's, like, awful at it. That's what we should do. Let's just, like, put it on someone. Yeah, didn't ask me, And then. get them to do it. <laughs> and be like, yeah, no, you have to do it. But you have you to. You have to do it. <laughs> Microphone in your face. Yeah, and you get, like, you get, like, a £10 Amazon voucher. That'd be well, great. Well, next time we're at the Comic-Con, convent, one of the conventions, that probably will be coming your way if you're going to be interviewed by us. Give yeah. us your best boss impression. Yeah, just... Hunt down the most awkward-looking person, <laughs> and if they want ten pounds on Amazon, they they know what they got to do. Give us your base, best Greedo McClunky impression. Oh yeah, controversial. Unfortunately, guys, after that wicked impressions game, that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us on Twitter at Star Wars Session with no. S at the end, that's at Star Wars Session on Twitter. They can slide into our galactic DMs on Instagram at Star Wars Sessions. That's at Star Wars Sessions on Instagram. Or feel free to drop us a cheeky voice note or message to our email address, which is sws at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk sws at whatawatchtonight.co.uk and if you want to support the show further please consider checking out our patreon at patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions yeah but shout out again to vadim simons simmons our latest patreon thank you so much for that mate uh, as for the show we're on anchor fm spotify apple podcasts everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast we're there and if you do love the show please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice because it helps get the show out there to even more people and again we just love hearing from you guys yes absolutely and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your baby yodas tell your ewok 
tell your local impersonator, tell your cousin the more the merrier, the castle spicier. Mm-hmm. Reprogram your BD1 and tell him that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time, from me, it's see ya, and this is the way. And from Luke, may the force be with you. Always. They are Essex-based podcast heroes. Tell that to Kanja Club.